Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana. And this week we're getting real British, babe. You and your uh, accent there. Have you, have you started pretending you have an accent? No, but I thought like when I first moved here, all I wanted to do was sound like a British person. I was like, I just need to assimilate immediately. <laughs> but then I was like, you are an idiot because you won't really have like a proper, like local accent. You'll just have like a made up British with sounds British to you accent. So I don't know. And oddly enough, I had like, I was at the grocery store and I, someone was like, oh my gosh, your accent is so cool. And I was like, you think this accent is cool? Like, get out of here. That's hilarious. So yeah, whatever. I like that we chose British terms one because you're in beautiful London. But also I got to go on a deep dive on the interwebbies of British and Americans fighting about what is real and what's not and who does it better. Yeah, I love it. It'll be, it should be a good debate. And one of them was the accents where Americans trying to sound British, the British people were like, you sound ridiculous. You either think we sound so uppity or you make us sound like we're Cockney idiots all over the place. (laughs) Have you been able to like figure out different British accents yet? I can tell more of like Northern accents. Like I can definitely tell if it's like Scottish or even like from Edinburgh to like some, uh, you can definitely tell like also like the Essex Essex accent too. Cause it's very like, I would say the Essex accent is more like Valley school girl type equivalent. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm slowly but surely I'm kind of like getting better at it. But also like, sorry guys, it's gonna sound sad, but I haven't made any British friends because I can't. Oh <laughs> yeah, <two>. so <laughs> we were just talking about lockdown when so things start to open up in Marchish. Yeah, so end of March you can meet with like people outside your household, uh, up to six people outside of your household. Oh my God. But social rest- total social restrictions are supposed to potentially end 21 June. So, and then you'll make we'll all these friends. Yeah, basically. I'll just, I think I'll just whore myself out and be like, do you need a friend? Do you need a friend? Please don't be weird. Do you need a friend? But don't be weird. Okay, cool. <laughs> don't be weird. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Finding adult friends. We've talked about this on prior podcasts. It's hard. You can't just like be like, who needs a friend? Because that says, why are you so weird? All of us made friends already. We don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe after COVID, people will just be like, yeah, I need a friend. I've needed yeah. friends from like this past year and a half. So maybe it'll be easier to make make friends in adulthood here now. <laughs> so, so we'll see. I want to start off with saying some of my favorite British terms that I looked up. Okay. Tell me. All right. Ready? Have you heard some of these? Fairy lights. No. Fairy lights are that. Christmas lights. Okay. All right. Get excited to hear yeah. that. I was like, oh, that's a beautiful fairy light. 
I just call them twinkle lights. I don't call, I've never called them Christopher. I'm like, oh, those are those twinkie lights. <laughs> oh, I like yours better. Twinkle lights sound great. Okay. Something that British people use that we don't, that I feel like we should adopt. Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. yeah just that two means weeks. Two weeks, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, yeah. Say bi weekly, no one knows if you're saying every two weeks or in two yeah. weeks or we meet twice a week. What does that even yeah. mean? Yeah. It's very Shakespearean on a fortnight. <laughs> Knob yeah. jockey. No, I don't know that I, I feel like I've heard it, but I don't know. So I just wrote it down because it was one of the best insults I had heard. A knob jockey. Like you're such a knob jockey. It's supposed to be like insulting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Feel free to use that. If you see any knob jockeys out there that need it. I, w- I, I will. The, I will say the British, any, like lots of British statements and things are just so witty. I just love them, but can deep dive into them. Bum bags. Oh yeah. Don't you dare freaking say a fanny pack up in this bee people. It is just baffling to me. Like it is people are like wildly offended if you say fanny pack and fanny for the record is like slang for vagina. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. And like people here are really like offended. I actually, when I first arrived here, we went to a pub, RIP pub. And there was this like Scotsman from Edinburgh. And he, and I was like, we were just chatting back and forth. And the guy was a little bit, as they would say, knackered. And I was like, you know, he's like, oh, you're American. I was like, yeah. So anyways, I was like, you know, I know this is going to be offensive. I was like, but I just want to get an understanding why. And I was like, why do people, mind you, this guy was like cursing every other word. He was like, like effing this, effing that, like blah, blah, blah. And, and then I was like, why is fanny pack or the word fanny so offensive? And you think that I would have called this guy like a mother trucking see you next Tuesday like <laughs> arse or something like that but he was just like oh no like he's like that's like you would like tell your friend like oh stop being a fuck sorry I can't, it's hard to not, it's okay. not say. we'll put the explicit <laughs> reading on yeah. that it's like, it, but it's like it's like like Brits swear a decent amount and Scott Scottish people swear a decent amount. And he's like, you would just like insult your friend be like, you're a fucking fanny, like kind of thing. And and it's just seen as like, you're kind of weak or like whatever. But yeah, he was wildly offended at that term. So I learned very quickly, bum bag it is. is. (laughs) Now here's the question. Do they wear bum bags on the front or on the back front so it's kind of actually like worn almost as like a side strap like it's think about if you had like a messenger bag yeah but you would just have like the bum bag and like the front like the the portion is kind of like on your chest yeah got it okay because i was still confused at why like it was it was called a bum bag if it's not on your butt like fanny pack isn't really either it's it's on the front but Sure. Okay. It's so on your fupa. <laughs> fupa. <laughs> oh. It should be a fupa bag. <laughs> a fupa bag. Look at I store all my keys in my fupa bag. Yeah. All right. So the other terms I had were related to food. 
Okay. So one is a chip butty. I have not heard of a chip butty. Yeah. And it's B-U-T-T-Y. So I don't think my pronunciation is doing it justice. So chip yeah. butty. Carlene and Steve. Steve is actually British. Carlene is basically British because she married a dude. And (laughs) they told me that it's one of their favorite foods. So you take toast and then in the middle, it's French fries or chips. Chips. Okay. Yeah. I mean, French fries are called chips here. Like thicker cut French fries are called chips. And then you either put ketchup or brown sauce on it. Oh, brown sauce is nasty, but it's all over this country. So I hate Steve it. was like, oh, you have to try brown sauce. So I had to, <laughs> up. so a lot of, I'm not going to lie. A lot of my British stuff was trying their weird foods. So I actually made a <laughs> buddy and I tried to get the right British toast because I got a lecture from Steve that in Carlin, to be fair, that the bread we have in this country is not British approved like british toast is like real thick like so they gave me examples of like bread i could use that was a good substitute and then i got the steak cut fries like you just mentioned i tried it with both ketchup and brown sauce and i had to make the brown sauce so for people who've never seen brown sauce it's like a mixture of a one but like thicker and the the brits love it and I hate it. It was okay. But I mean, of course, French fries on carbs taste delicious. So I, I wasn't surprised by this being good. I was just like, I'm surprised this is a thing. I also found something else, a toast sandwich, which is a toasty with like three breads. So it's, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no. It, it like, it sounded like it was two slices of bread with bread in the middle. I haven't heard of that, but like a toasted, they call like a panini, basically like a toasty, like a toasty toasted sandwich. It's called a toasty. Oh, so this was different. This was like actually a toast sandwich where it was, you know, two slices of bread melted and like toasted, but the middle part where you would put meat or cheese or something, that was another piece of toast. That's weird. I, that was very weird. So you just you just had three slices of toast. And three slices of toast <laughs> and smushed them together. So it was interesting because I don't like toast. And I, most things in Britain. Sorry, I'm trying to get my <laughs> no, it's so funny. So Janet just like stood up and has started like doing like rounds in her room, which is totally <laughs> what I do when my Fitbit says you need 250 steps, you know, just get up and start moving around. And I'm like at my desk at work, just, yeah. All right. I got this. I'm not weird. I'm just going to put my arms a little bit. There's no reason to I'm pump sorry. <laughs> steps to take care of themselves. Get your steps. It's a nice PSA, everybody get your steps in, get your steps in. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you're a beautiful pony now because you got your Fitbit. So you have all your data metrics. So you, you, can't, oh. you can't ruin that just with our podcast recording. I know I'm obsessed with metrics <laughs> only when it pertains to health. Okay. Anyways, go on. Go anyway, on. So it turns out I don't like things toasted. I will go and get like a hot sandwich from Subway or I, I like a good panini. But if you ask me if I just want regular toast 
Or if I want a sandwich toasted, I will default to squishy bread rather than a toasted bread, which apparently is not a British thing. This is very insulting to Brit- British people to not toast things. Have you noticed this? Yeah, yeah they lo- that's what I said. That's what I mean. Like they love this. They love toasties like in this country, like basically just a sandwich that's turned into a panini, but toasties are everywhere. And honestly, I'm kind of here for it because it's just delicious. It's warm. It's crunchy. I'm just not mad at it. (laughs) And, and Steve was a little horrified because the other food I made was beans on toast, which is apparently a big staple. Have you tried it yet? I'm sorry. What is it? Beans on toast. Oh yes. That's part. That's like a British breakfast. You get like a British like breakfast is basically like baked beans, toast, sausage. Yeah. So. so I only like beans because it's a healthier way to get protein. And this is a like adult Lisa, not I grew up on beans. I also don't like baked beans. And like the beans that they like to eat is like this Heinz baked beans in a can type of thing. Yeah. It's like a sweet sauce almost. It's a little too sweet for my taste, but. Yeah. I I had to make it from scratch because we don't, it's hard to find here. So I found a a British baked beans recipe and it was better than I thought it was going to be, but you take basically those baked beans, the sweet baked beans, put it on toast. And again, it's the British bread and they put a little cheese on top. I made it. It's not my favorite. And I had to tell Steve, cause apparently he loves it. Bloody loves it. And he was a little disappointed. And then I tried two different ways of eating eggs. So I tried, because British people are always known for their egg cups. And oh, yes. So I made my own like little egg cup. I soft boiled an egg and I was like eating the, the soft boiled egg. I'm a fan, soft boiled egg, but it seemed like a little extra effort when I normally just like make it in a pan and I leave it kind of soft boiled. So I was like, meh, I wouldn't repeat it too often, but I did try scotch eggs. And it was oh, yeah. amazing. So scotch eggs are hard boiled. Did I tell you to try them? I thought I thought I did what? Didn't I tell you? I didn't I tell you to try to try scotch eggs? Yes, you did. And so yeah. did Charlene okay. and everyone else. So I had to I had to make it from scratch because again we don't have them here. But I got the sausage patties. And what you do is you take an egg, you surround it by a sausage patty, and then you fry it. Oh, there's also like cornflakes and breadcrumbs mixed into the sausage patty and then you fry it and then it's delicious. So I made it for me and Alex and it was delicious. So that was probably my favorite thing on top of British chocolate, which to me, I guess there's a debate on British chocolate should be called candy chocolate because the amount of sugar and milk that they use is high. (laughs) That's why it's so delicious. Yes. It's a lot creamier for sure than like a Hershey's bar. <laughs> right, right. So I think other than some of those, I tried to wear fancy hats. Ooh, okay. I drank a lot more tea than I normally would have. And of course I watch Pride and Prejudice and BBC a little bit more. And, you know, the British people always give their news in a very like not screaming way. And Pride and Prejudice, I just love me some Colin Firth and Karen Knightley version. I love it. There's several terms that I am on board with here. One, I use the ter- I use proper 
like all the time now. And basically what what that means is just like, it's just like an alternative to like very basically. So I'd be like, Oh, that's proper. Good. Like, I don't know, like proper good. Or like, that's real proper. I don't know. So I don't know. It just really like flows really, really well. The other like term that I'm really into, it's more of a statement. Brits love to say like, that's Kraken or like, he's a Kraken lad. And basically it just means like that, that thing or like that person is like particularly good at something or like we had a Kraken time. Like we had a really awesome, excellent time. So that's really, really fun. One of the, I used to, Johnny used to like troll me a little bit because usually, I don't know, sometimes Brits have a tendency to like make statements and then make them more of a question, kind of like this rhetorical question. Yeah. Like when you ask for directions, they're like, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of thing. So it's, they say like in it, like, isn't it, but in it, like I-N-N-I-T. So it'd be like, they'll say something like, cool, in it? And you'd be like, yeah, it is cool. <laughs> but you're not really supposed to like answer. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, kinda, in it, like, yeah. 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 In it is kind of like a filler, almost kind of how we sometimes use, sometimes use like people will throw like, in it at the end of sentence, like little statement kind of thing. It's not like when you say, how are you? And don't expect an answer. Like, good. How are you? And like, if they don't say fine, you're not like, oh, you're just like, oh, that was, I was just being polite. Right. The other thing I love, oh, it's such a good term. Instead of being like, oh, I was sad. I was like, whatever you'd be like, Babe, I was gutted, like absolutely gutted. And it just means gutted, like gutted. Yeah. It just basically means like really disappointed, like upset, like whatever, like kind of thing. But it's just so like, it's just such an effective, strong way of saying that is, that's a very visceral word. I feel like it's way better than like, I was frustrated, disappointed, upset gutted yeah yeah like and if you really want to like make it fancy say I was bloody gutted like I was like bloody is kind of like a nicer way of saying the f word essentially (laughs) so and one of the thing the other thing that I love is you hear people say especially like on British like reality shows and stuff come give me a cuddle instead of being like uh, yeah instead of being like give me a hug or like a kiss or whatever you say like give me a cuddle babe like oh, <laughs> so, I like that we're kind yeah. of about cuddles here like come come cuddle with me so I, I yeah. would like to use that we also say squish can I get a squish less British I like that house, obviously but you know I need a squish yeah I like that I like that and then I think this is very commonly known but I like the term cheeky like you cheeky little ball, like you cheeky little lad, like it kind of like, oh, they're kind, it's just, it, you're like slightly, rude. basically it's just like, you're being a slightly a little bit rude, but in like a charming way. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I feel, so, I, I feel like cheeky brings up images of like an imp or like 
little monkeys throwing poop at each other. You cheeky. Yeah. And then another phrase I kind of liked is it's more of Cockney. It's more local to like London, but it's like, oh, he mugged me off. And it's basically like he brushed me off or like he insulted me, like kind of thing. Like he mugged me off. So those are just a few, few things that I'm kind of like fond of, but there's, oh, I feel like ladies of leisure could come up with some great words. Like, oh, for sure. We could come up with witty words like this too. Like for sure. Just boobed me. What would that be? You just boobed me. (laughs) I don't know, but I I think so. I kind of just like saying I I've kind of liked the term you just boobed me. (laughs) Yeah, you just boobed me. (laughs) The other thing, oh, this is not so much a slang or like term or whatever, but what I did really, really notice is here. Have you ever heard the term bespoke? Yes, but I feel like in my Victorian romance novels. (laughs) Okay. So here I had never, I did not know what bespoke me meant. And as when I arrived in this country, it was like bespoke this and bespoke that, like bespoke tea, bespoke like dressings, like blah, blah. And I was like, what the H does this freaking thing actually mean? And basically it just means like customized to you, but it is so common here that I just, I can't even like handle it. I'm like, this is just insane. So that's, yeah, I think that's all I got for now. I mean, I'm sure I could probably come up with some other things, but. I mean, we are doing British terms in the time of COVID. So, you know, well, I'm sure we'll have weirder foods to bring up later, but it was definitely entertaining to watch YouTube videos where people were arguing over like things they didn't know about that the Brits did that, or things that Americans do that Brits are like, why would you even do that? One of the weirdest things I think I read was there's a power surge, like a known power, like electricity has to be surged to accommodate people who put on the tea kettles during commercials. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) When they put on the tea kettles during commercials, they yeah. the power companies like have to build that in and they actually have like oh. built in because they have like old electricity oh right? yeah yeah right so so it's just this known thing where like brits because they drink so much tea put on the kettle during commercials of like major programs true yeah it's true that's another thing that i've learned from this country that like when i if, whenever i do come back i will never ever microwave water again (laughs) really i microwave my tea or my coffee all the time because like it gets cold why are you not yeah but but i used to like put water in the microwave microwave it and then make tea that way instead of like you know boiling it the kettle is it literally takes like 30 seconds and you have piping hot water and it's just so much more civilized. <laughs> my, so. my mom says she, cause she's a, the tea drinker in our family. She says she noticed that microwave water just tastes weird to her. Yeah. And, and she will do the kettle all the time. And so when she's over, that's usually when we drink more tea. She brings me like fancy tea in the hopes that someday I'll convert. I'm still a coffee drinker. 
Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Should we move on to our pillars? Sure. Yeah. So I think you should go first because you have your new Fitbit. So you have all of your butter off the bunsies to talk about. You yeah. So know. butter. Yeah. Butter off the bunsies. I recently became the proud owner of a Fitbit charge for woot woot. It just really brings me a lot of motivation. <laughs> I'd like to thank Fitbit for my fitness goals. Uh, no, I'd like to thank myself for all my fitness goals. <laughs> Anyways, no, I, I just, my friend Amelia, she actually, oddly enough, she, we knew each other in DC and she got into university, got into a master's program in London. So we just happened to be here at the same time, which is pretty dope. But she like loves her Fitbit. And so she like, also, Amelia just loves to walk. Like she walks every morning at least an hour and then just walks everywhere. Her like average step count daily step count is usually about 20,000 steps. Like oh gosh. It's wild. And so she, I call her my walker. She takes me on walks. Like I'm a dog and she takes me on walks. <laughs> so I kind of like started at that. Because before I was like, oh, I just like use my phone. It has steps. There's no really re- like real reason for me to get a Fitbit. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I like finally took the plunge because Amelia was like, well, I like mine. Like it's blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what? And honestly, because I've been talking to you about getting the Fitbit for probably, I think, at least a year now. (laughs) I even owed you my old one, but then I I couldn't find it because I lost it. By the way, I found it when we moved. It was underneath something. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. So I just ended up taking, getting one and I've been doing, I've also started doing like for the past probably several weeks, I do morning walks and then I'll do my ride in the evening. And so I just, I was like, well, let me get one. And I just love that it tracks everything. I'm obsessed with like knowing, well, one, it gets me to move like to my 250 steps per hour or whatever. And then the other thing is I'm just obsessed with knowing like how good of sleep I got, what kind of sleep I got. Did I hit my target goals, like my steps, my mileage, my inclines. I just, I don't know something about like having these like mini goals every single day, but like a device telling me that I have to do them. It really like takes the mental load of like motivating myself to be like, okay, now you must go on a walk. Like now it's kind of like I'm in a competition with myself, really. I'm like, will I get the amount of steps I need today? And so I just do. So you get the emails once a week that tells you the differences between last week and the week now. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I, find I do. Also, like, like last week was not good. Hence why we've had a little bit of a break. And it was like, you just went down three miles. Your active minutes went down a hundred minutes. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Thank you Fitbit for putting this in a dashboard. So I can see that this wasn't yeah. good. I also yeah. have noticed my resting heart rate during times where like, I've been a little sloth-like has, ta- has gone up by like, three to four beats per minute. And then if I'm working out, it drops back down. So it's like a good barometer on like a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. I also like when I feel anxious, I like to look at what my resting heart rate is if I'm feeling anxious. And then I like try to do like breathing, like breathing techniques and stuff to like calm myself down. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. And the other piece is I also 
I keep joking. I got like a Yeti water tumbler, like water bottle type thing. And I, <laughs> I joke that it's my emotional support water bottle. <laughs> That's amazing. Of, like, I know emotional... some people like really love their Yetis. Yes. I, for, well, I had left mine at Johnny's and it's, I haven't seen him for like a week and I've definitely like my water intake has gone down. So as soon as I got home, I ordered a new Yeti and now I'm just so happy. And I just carry this bottle everywhere I go. I definitely had a, a little bit of dehydrated moments last week where it's like even noticeable to me where I was like, Oh, Oh. So I started carrying around like three water bottles that I pick up now and just like constantly reuse. And we're back in the green smoothie movement. So I started doing that again. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of fitness. My laugh out loud. Oh, sorry. I have one more note on fitness. I rode a bike through London, like for four hours over the weekend. Yeah. It was sounds like a bucket list item. Honestly, it kind of was, and it wasn't. So like, I've kind of been a, a bit nervous to like drive slash ride a bike through London because it just all seems kind of intimidating. And I went on a evening walk on Friday and I was like, you know what? I actually started kind of, I was walking so long that I was kind of starting to get a blister and I was like, this is a bad situation for me. And I still like, I still had like about another like 45 minutes till I would be home. And mm, I saw, okay. I saw all these people biking and I was just like, you know what? Like, this is my moment. Like, I'm just going to get this bike and like, go ahead and do it. And it's amazing. I felt so free and like actually London kind of like is a very very bikeable city. Like they have you have your own separate bike traffic light. Like you have your own oh, lane and bike traffic light. Yeah, and so and it's like divided. I mean, you have there's like a divider between the cars and like the not I mean most of the city there's some parts that they just can't do it at, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just great. So I did that on Friday. And then my friend Amelia that I was telling you about, I told her about it. And she was like, I've just been too nervous. Like, it just seems scary, blah, blah, blah. And then we got blessed with like gorgeous days for the weekend. And on Sunday, she and I, she and I ended up riding bikes for four hours. Like, it was amazing. So yeah, that was that. And then your fitness is on point because you're outside and you're doing all the things. Yes. Yes. I'm finally at a point with fitness where I, I actually am very happy. And then my productivity, I don't know that I'm doing anything like overly productive, to be honest. I'm just surviving like the rest of the world. And then my laugh out loud. Oh, very funny. Amelia and I were on a walk. And we were on this, they have this really pretty like footpath bridge and these two guys were walking and I was trying to take a photo of Amelia and she's a babe. And this, these two friends were like walking and the one guy, you know, was clearly like checking her out, but he had a banana in his pocket and there was like a guardrail type thing. And as he's like not paying attention and paying attention to Amelia and I'm taking this photo, the banana in his pocket gets caught on the guardrail and it falls out of his pocket. And his friend 
just starts like rip roaring laughing. And he's like, he's like, you dropped your banana. You dropped your <laughs> fucking banana, you idiot. Like it was so funny. And I got the photo on point, like on, I got like the situation, like on camera. That's and amazing. it was a lot. Li- it was like a live story. No, it was like a live iPhone video, oh. or the, a live iPhone picture. It was just so funny. I just like watched the replay on, on, on blast. So <laughs> that's all I got. Okay, go ahead. Tell me yours. <laughs> Sorry, it was long winded. No, 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 that's fine. And it gave me a chance to take care of my butt monkeys in the morning. So I'd said on the last podcast, my kids are obsessed with Super Mario. So they were recently fighting over a stuffed turtle shell. So if you hear anything in the background, it's probably a fight over the turtle shell. So my fitness, I have gone back to using my trampoline, but this week, the new thing is I'm walking my son solo to school. Cool. So we signed up to be walkers, but I thought it was because there wasn't a bus stop near us. But then yesterday when we walked, we went past two bus stops and the people there were like, oh, hello. I was like, yeah, we're walkers. Sorry, we're going to keep going. But we did outwalk the buses. And that was our goal was to make it there. And he gets so excited in the mornings that like he wants to run. So I was like, how long does it take to walk to school then? So it can, it can take up to like 15 minutes if we're moving slow because I timed okay. it the absolute slowest. And that was including if I had little Eric in tow. It was just him and us and we are sprinting. Turns out it's five minutes. So <laughs> yeah, productivity, I think because school has started and because like routines have now been like up in the air, I've had like meetings to go to and stuff, you know, screaming children in the background to take care of. <laughs> the best productivity has been to wake up in the mornings and immediately have my schedule written down in my bullet journal. Because then Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so then I write like on our big dry erase board so that my husband and children see like, okay, this is what's happening. This is where we're going. Cause like I'm working 5.30 to 7.30 or if the kids wake up early, like they did this morning, then, and then I go take care of drop off and, and all of their breakfast needs. And then I go back to work. And then if my day has to like end early, (laughs) because of anything, you know, emergencies, injuries or whatever. I can then do some (laughs) nighttime hours. So like people are getting emails from me at like 5.30 in the morning. Last night they got at like 9 p.m. They either think I'm a workaholic or a crazy person, which is fine. Except either. That's that's fine. But then for laugh out loud, Ooh, there were there were a couple good moments, but I would say when I asked Johnny what the best part of school was, that for 15 minutes he waxed poetic on getting fed food. He was like, I got breakfast there. He's like, there was a bagel. They had bagels there. And then they had milk, but then they had chocolate milk. They had two different types of milk. So I had chocolate at lunch. And then this was my my lunch. And I was like, it wasn't anything fancy. It was like ham and cheese with celery and stuff. But he was, it was more impressive to him that he got the healthiest of meals from the school, even though I've given him like way trashier meals that taste like, you know, delicious junk food. And he wasn't as excited by that. It was mostly about that. <laughs> yeah, it was mostly about that. So yeah, I'd say that. 
and just, you know, what comes out of their brains. Like I was like, Hey, we're walking to school now. He's like, you know what we could do? We could talk while we walk. We could do that. I was like, yes, yeah. yes, we can. I'm glad you can. Yes, we can. That's it. I love so, that. So yeah, it's been a good time. As you can hear, you know, life is going on. It's COVID. It's beautiful times where you enjoy your family or not family. And 24 seven. All day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, we just did British things and you know, when we feel like we're going to do another word of the week, we'll let our listeners know. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the best we can to we'll, we'll we get can. back to remember <laughs> to regular. Oh, it was funny. I went back to some of our words of the week last year. Do you remember when we did thrive when we were first starting COVID? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is great. I'm doing so good. Everything. Yeah. Fine. This is my, like best life. Now we're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. With that. All right. With that. L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L L